can call me B. If your day has got you down and you have zero fucks left to give, well, then you are in the right place. So sit back, unless, of course, you're driving, then pay the fuck attention. Or listen while you're getting the dishes done, whatever floats your boat. And let's get this party started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Clever Conversations. I am your host, the Clever Bitch. Uh, I'm always a bitch, but I'm sometimes clever, too. So we try to keep it on that that scale. Hey, so today I have an exciting guest. Um, we've, we've been talking a lot about mindset and how to change things. And I think um, this guest today is going to be absolutely perfect. Get your mind focused on the things that you need to be doing and moving your business or your personal life forward. Um, Letitia Francis is my guest today. She is a business mindset coach. She is very passionate about helping black women to get their mind right so that they can see the success and fulfillment they desire in their lives. She's the owner of Black Rose Coaching. She is the host of the new podcast, Choosing Her Hustle, which comes out March 13th. Uh, And she loves to help new black female coaches and other service providers sign consistent clients with ease. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I am super excited to be part of this conversation today. I am excited that you're here. And I have to say, so everybody knows they're here in an accent and you are currently in, am I right with saying London? Are you in London? I'm outside of London in Worcester, England, which is in the West Midlands, but I'm originally from Bermuda. Oh, wow. So you, you traded the, the beaches and sunshine for, for the rain of, of the London seaside up yes. that way? That sounds I, tell, I tell everybody I moved here for the weather because an island girl doesn't like heat. <laughs> I hate sweating. (laughs) So England was perfect until we had hotter days here than in Bermuda. Oh my goodness. And no AC. (laughs) Well, you can, you, yeah, that's, I just learned that too about there's not like a lot of, uh, in, in, in England, there's not, they don't have a lot of air conditioning. It's not like a thing where like we can't live without our air conditioning. Uh, over in the States. It's just the way it is. Um, because especially in these drastic climates. So you said you don't like the heat. I live in Minnesota and we have ice and cold and like it, it's freezing outside right now. There's tons of snow. I'm looking around. I can see just piles of snow. In fact, I need to shovel my front walk, which I should probably get to today. But um, we also have our heat, right? So we go from, we'll go from 90 degrees and then sometimes we'll drop down and it's below zero here many times we have 50 degree heat changes in a day so we can go from like like negative 15 and then all of a sudden it'll be 40 or 50 degrees which is fahrenheit here compared to celsius out there but still it's like a huge you're going from like bundling up to almost wearing shorts if you really wanted to so it's uh So I, yeah, I would, I would love, I think, I, I don't know. I haven't been to Bermuda, so I have to check it out. <clears throat> Having a little voice issues this morning. I don't know what it is. I, maybe it is the cold. Maybe I've been out in the cold too much and my voice is just mm. like, give it a rest or I talk too much. <laughs> so you offer so many things. So I want to kind of, I'm like, I'm so excited about this. Um, you have Black Rose Coaching 
And that is something that you created specifically to help black women as they progress in their own coaching experience and their own businesses. Tell me a little bit about what all it is that you do there. So my my role as a business mindset coach is to help my clients to get out of their envy. A lot of my clients are powerhouse women that are used to carrying it all. You said it earlier, inability to ask for help, inability to be vulnerable, and that creates a barrier for them when they're building their business. There has to be a level of vulnerability um, when you are ready to build your business. And a lot of my clients struggle with that. So my biggest role as a business mindset coach is really helping my clients get their mind right, you know, address their money relationship, address their fears to change, hesitation to change and their fears, I should say, um, and and really address why they procrastinate and why everything needs to be perfect so that they can start taking messy action in their business. And I'm about big, messy action. When I started my coaching business, I failed hard and fast and proud And I now use that, my experience, to help my clients navigate what I call the minefield that is entrepreneurship. It's a lot. Like I'm, I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, we usually get in our own way, don't we? Like I know, and I've heard from my listeners and I know they're, they're out there shaking their heads. That's right. That's right. We get in our own way. Stop getting in our own way. Is this, is this is something that like happens to, it's very typical with across the board with women. Is that something that you're seeing a lot of? I'm seeing a lot of it. It's typical across the board. I think women suffer from imposter syndrome the most, um, where they will talk themselves out of doing things because they don't think they're qualified enough or good enough to make it happen. So when we are operating from that place, we struggle to take big steps, big, bold steps. And for me, one of my focus is getting my clients out of the toxic work environment. The reason why they started their business in the first place so they can be self, become financially, um, have a financially sustainable income outside of the career that they've been for themselves. Um, but a lot of it is addressing the narratives, which convince them to stay in the first place. So I'm very passionate about breaking loose of social constructions and social controls and societal expectations and living the life however you want to. (laughs) Right. Because like, I mean, look at that. Now, what you just said was like, okay, so we've got society is telling us we have to do one thing and this our upbringing we have all these like external factors that go into our decisions and what we're doing right but then there's like that inside voice as well but like we have like this big battle we have to kind of go through because once we get through the uh, you know changing the, the not following the norm and and saying okay well this is what i'm supposed to be doing but this is what i want to do so once we get through that like society and what our friends are going to say and their bosses and getting out of that job and that whole financial, because that's a huge part of it. But then we have to battle that inside person. Like, what are we doing? And are we really sure? Like, have you done? I mean, I know I've done that, right? Like I'm all positive. Oh, I got this. I could do this. I can like, I'm like looking forward going, I can not a problem. And then there's that little, you hear it, right? It's that really small little whisper in the back of your head. 
no, you can't do this. What are you thinking? What are you doing? Oh my God. What if this fails? Like, how do I get over that? Like, what am I doing here? Like, what would you suggest? Well, the the truth of the matter is we are biologically wired to stay in our comfort zone. That little voice in the back of our head is our subconscious saying, girl, what are you doing? (laughs) No, 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 no. Right. And I think in order for us to get past that, because we may have 30 years of listening to that voice, right. In order for us to get past that, we have to be willing to challenge that narrative. Why do I believe that I'm not good enough and challenge it? I like to use the table as an example, right? If we have all a table or a chair. A chair can't stand on one leg. A table can't stand on one leg. So I teach my clients how to challenge that narrative. So they are knocking out the legs of that table. That is that narrative of I can't, or I'm not good enough. And my framework is called the name, shame and reframe framework, which really teaches them how to dig into that narrative because all of our narratives impact our actions, right? Our thoughts become our feelings, our feelings drive our emotions and our emotions either create our actions or stole our actions. So it's important to get down to how we're thinking. And if we're thinking the same thing every day, because most of us do, 98% of our thoughts are the thoughts that we have yesterday. If we continue to think the same way without challenging that, we will not see the results that we want in our lives. So it starts with challenging your thoughts. Not everything you think is true, boo. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's not all true. I know. And we self-sabotage and we have to stop listening. And even as we're going and we might come across because we have that whole, the fake it till you make it kind of thing. I mean, I do believe in that somewhat, but I also believe to just trust in myself, but that takes so much work because even though we feel confident about like where we're at and what we're doing, that voice still creeps in. It's like, it doesn't stop. Like it, like we can have coping mechanisms and tools to help us handle it but like it's still she still talks to me like she still says what are you doing like i i just i just did a a podcast with a friend a couple friends of mine um they have a it's all about podcasting it's called mastering the podcaster mindset phenomenal if you're interested in in podcasting i highly recommend listening to it they have so many tips but it's also just business smarts and and getting along with other people too and they really really talk about this imposter syndrome and how it can like get in your brain and it's really hard to get it out of your brain. So what are some things that you have learned that besides shoving cookies in her mouth? Cause that's what I do. Like, I just like, I, I can hear her talking and I'm just like, shove a cookie in there, zip it girl. I don't want to hear it. But like, would you have like, do you have any steps or anything that, that people can use that like help them get through like getting her to be quiet? in their heads like what will acknowledge just acknowledge her yep a lot of times the reasons why we can't move past those narratives is because we try to ignore them acknowledge yes. it call it out i honestly if you are a fly in my house you'll probably think I'm crazy because there are times where I'm literally like, nigga, I will not give in there today because I'm acknowledging, I'm, I'm holding space for that narrative, but I'm not letting that narrative 
become my space. So acknowledge it, call it out. No, I don't agree with that. I don't agree that I'm not good enough. I don't agree that I don't have what it takes to build a successful business. I don't agree that I need to stay where I am if I want to be happy. And just that creates a paradigm shift. It breaks that cycle for you, right? Like I said earlier, 98% of our thoughts are thoughts that we have yesterday that have been, have gone unchallenged. So spend a moment and challenge your thoughts. Challenge them. Because what comes out that. of that is an opportunity to change them. Right. I never even thought of that. I never even thought to be like, hold up. What are you saying? I'm not buying that. You know, you're full of crap. I'm not listening to you today. I'm not, I'm not going to listen to your, what you think is right. Cause this is what I'm going to do and challenge it. I think that's brilliant. I really do. Because I like, I've heard like, you know, you make it quiet or whatever you do, but yeah, you're just saying no, like challenge that saying, I don't agree with you. Cause I'm the first one to not agree with somebody like, but maybe I'm not that way to myself. You know what I mean? Like I'll challenge, like I go to the, Mm -hmm. if I go to the doctor's office or something like that and they tell me something just because they've got the degrees and stuff like that. But I know my body, right? Because we know ourselves. So I will look at them and I'll be like, hold up. What are my options here? Because there's got to be more than just what you're telling me there is to do. What else can I do? You know? And I think we're ready to stand up for that kind of stuff. But sometimes when it comes to that inner voice, that person, that, that thing that's telling us you know, points out all the ways that we're going to fail. Cause usually that's what they're doing. Right. Cause that's what mm-hmm. we're hearing. Like, but you're going to fail, but like, this is the way you're going to fail or this isn't really right for you. And it's really that negativity and that self doubt and all of that stuff creeping in. And you're like, challenge that. Challenge it. Call Hell it yes. Out. Call a spade a spade. Yeah. You don't have to accept it. If I told you the sky was green, you're going to argue with me. Right. So argue with the ridiculousness <laughs> that comes from the back of your head. Right. Simple. <laughs> wow. Per- I mean, it is so simple, but like I had like in all my years, can I've got a lot of years. I'm surprised I never even looked at it that way. I love, 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 love that. What ideas? What, I mean, like how many times we would challenge ourselves that that's saying that because really it's our subconscious challenging what we want to do right? It's like saying, mm-hmm. oh, you can't. I don't think you can do that. And I'm going to come back and say, yes, I can. I'm going to do that. So some of the things that go, I mean, we're getting through all this stuff and we're doing all these things, but there's one thing that we always lack. Our, we just don't want to do, especially as women, because we're like the balancers. We've got to, we got to handle everything. There's all these things that we are supposed to do. Like, you know, I say that with the air quotes that we're supposed to do, but that are maybe aren't following our heart. And when we want to go do those things, the, the one of our biggest issues is we hate to ask for help. I know I'm that way. Hate, hate, hate asking for help. If I ask for help, when I get to the point where I'm asking for help, I will probably only ask one time. And then if I don't get the response that I'm looking for, then I don't, then I'm just, I'm like, I'll just, you know, do it myself, which is not necessarily the right thing for me to do. Especially I'm not supposed to be doing a lot of things and I'm just like, well, I'll just do it anyway. And then I go, what was I thinking? So what do we do? Why don't we ask for help? What's wrong with us? What are we doing? We're conditioned that way. A lot of women are conditioned to just figure it out, right? Someone told us that everything 
was figure outable. I have that tattooed on my leg now. Don't be getting on my case about that. Now, come on. Let me finish. Okay. And we have committed our lives to figuring it out. Yep. The only thing was, it never said that we had to do it alone. And I think we believe, we have been conditioned to believe that asking for help is a sign of weakness. I don't believe that. We are stronger when we can acknowledge the things that we cannot do because it puts us in a position to outsource it, to ask for help. I teach my clients to capitalize on their strengths and manage their weaknesses, right? Because not everything that is considered a weakness for us is something that we actually have to deal with. So building a business, for instance, I know when I first started, I had no clue about social media, but I thought I had to figure it out. Like I'm a new business owner. I don't have the capital to be hiring a social media manager. That's what I had told myself. So I used to spend six hours trying to figure out how to use Canva. I still do not know how to change the colors of some things. Okay. And I'm just keeping it real. But me then accepting that, okay, if I pay somebody, if someone was paying me to do this job and it took me six hours, I would not be efficient. They will hire someone else. So why am I beating myself up for hiring somebody who can do what I I can't do in twice the time? Yes, I have to shell out for half a second, but look how much time I'm getting back. I'm getting six hours back of no frustration, no cursing under my breath because I can't figure it out. I have learned, and I'm going to encourage your listeners to do so because I'm going to frame it in such a beautiful way. I have learned that vulnerability is sexy. And don't tell me otherwise. That's how I have... (laughs) created this narrative for myself and I'm a sexy mama so I want to stay sexy listeners are you sexy and if you say yes then you gotta let down your walls and let someone help absolutely I love that too because well I actually am hired to be a social media manager on on a for a media production company. So because that's where my strong point is, right? So I have things that I'm horrible at, right? That's normal. We have to balance. I spent a good year and a half trying to learn multi-level marketing businesses, right? Because I love the products. There was like products that I really liked. And I'm like, uh, if I'm going to buy it, if I'm going to be using this and I can sell this as well and make a little money. And I was literally spending 18 hours a day running into a wall over and over and over and over and over again, right? Couldn't sell anything. 18 hours a day. I was like 20, like seven days a week. That's all I was doing nonstop. And I wasn't being successful. And so, I mean, I wasn't getting any sales. A few here and there would trickle in just to keep me interested enough. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? And guess what I learned? And it took me a really long time. And I had people telling me, but I wasn't going to listen to them because I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. But I couldn't. I couldn't do it because the, 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 the dollar signs were not coming in. <laughs> so here's what I figured out. I'm not good at that. And that's okay. Right? 
because we have to be okay with the fact that we're maybe not good at everything, even though we want to be. I'm not good at it. I can't sell anything. Can I teach? You're damn right I can teach. I can help others and I can encourage them and coach them and work on things for them. But I did learn social media. I did learn Facebook algorithms and how to process everything and how to make all the social media work. So am I an expert in that stuff now? I think I am. I do master classes on it. I learned about it. I can run Canva pretty well, but there's a lot of things I can't do well. And that's 100% right when you say, allow that vulnerability because I think that's where people connect with you is when you're vulnerable and allow someone to help you. And that's what I've had to do. I had to reach out to people and it, it actually made me stronger and not weaker. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? I, and this is the thing. When you reach out for help, you are increasing your network, right? Yes. At the end of the day, your network is your net worth. So, if you stay closed, trying to be Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. you're keeping yourself in a bubble. And that's not what we want. That's not what you want in life. That's not what you want in business. Find your village and allow them to work with you because that's what it's about. We are not solitary creatures and we're not solitary creatures for a reason. So learn to utilize your network so that you get the results that you want. Definitely. And if you have that, and, and you'd be surprised at what your network can provide for you because I am so blessed to be in a network of people where if it's not my strong suit, I have them helping me out and, and I can help them out and we can grow together. But then there's also just that support that you need that, that on the days when you can't, find the strength to do anything because we all have those days, you know, like I can't do a damn thing today. What am I like? Really can't do anything. And then you get that, that community, that group, that, that support system. And they're like, you got this. You, that's when you reach out. Cause sometimes that's the only help that you need. Maybe you just need someone to say, no, get off your ass and do it. You can do this and push you a little bit. Sometimes maybe that's the help you need, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what you have to do. So We've talked a little bit now. So you have the coaching and I also want to get to your podcast because I'm super excited. It's just launching. It's so exciting. And I'm passionate about podcasting as well. So I just love doing it. Um, But I want to talk really quick because I think this leads into your uh, podcast as well is this whole, what does it mean? Like, what does it mean to be a warrior? And how do we take that kind of warrior attitude and put that to work for us? in what we're doing in our lives? A lot of the women that I work with are uh, professional women that have worked in their career for a very long time. They've gone through ups and downs for the businesses that they work for. They have sacrificed wholeheartedly for the positions that they've been in. But then they struggle to have that fire that they had in their career translate into their business. And I just, you know, I think it's important to remember the sacrifices that you are willing to make for others. You should be even more excited to make those sacrifices for yourself. And a lot of women run away from this journey because of the the perceived failure. Listen, the reality is 80% of what you do in business is probably going to be a failure. But it's about 
taking every action and learning from that. When you look at warriors or soldiers, there is death that happens at every step along that journey, at every part of war. And if they turned around every time one of their, you know, fellow warriors or fellow soldiers fell to the ground, we would never have a one war. We would never see war one. Not that we really see it in this day and age, but you know what I mean, right? Mm -hmm. So being a warrior is about knowing that during this process, you're going to fail, but it's about getting back up. It's about learning from the lessons that you've you've encountered because every action you take gives you a lesson to learn, right? And the more that you are willing to take the lessons learned to help fortify the skills that you have, right, the stronger you walk forward, the stronger you can stand through all of the adversities that you will see during this journey. So that is what I mean when I talk about being a warrior, Failure is part and parcel of success. And if you get caught up in that, you are missing out on the absolute opportunity to grow and flourish. Absolutely. I think, and that's just like when I was doing that MLM, I wasn't good at it. I sucked. I literally sucked. I was really bad. Like I admit that, but like I was, it wasn't from lack of trying and I was working really hard and then it became a failure. Right. And I felt like a failure. I felt horrible. Like I would just sit there and cry and be like, why can't I do this? And I'm horrible. But it wasn't, it was just that that's, it wasn't my personality or it wasn't, it was okay that I couldn't do it. Right. I had to let that be okay. But then I took those lessons and I kept getting up and I used that and I moved forward and now I look back on it and I'm like, I am so grateful for the time that I did that and that failure and that horror, like how I felt. I'm grateful for that because what it is giving me now tenfold better than what I would have gotten back then. And I am happier and I'm following a passion now, which is so much more important. So I took those lessons and that, so maybe I'm a warrior when it comes to that. I, I, I was like, yeah, I can fail and I can uh, get back up. Yeah. Yes. You can. Right. And I think it's important to remember that there is nothing lost along your journey. You may yeah. not understand it in this moment <laughs> at all. Right. I didn't understand why I was stressed out over social media. I didn't understand it, but it gave me something to learn and it gave me an opportunity to teach someone else as a result of the experiences that I had. So there's nothing lost. Just wait, pause, life will show you <laughs> when it's appropriate, why your frustrations today were so important. Absolutely. Yeah. We like what we were dealing with. I was like, if you told me that it would bring me to this, I wouldn't have believed you either. But you know what I mean? Like if I've been back there and like, let's wait, just wait like a little over a year and boy, your life will change and things are going to just start exploding around you and opportunities are going to start jumping out at you and you're going to have the skills because of what you've been through. 
I would have been like, you're full of shit, honestly. <laughs> right? Because I would have been like, you want me to fail? This is the plan? Like, I'm supposed to fail here? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was supposed to fail. Because I would like, I look at it now, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> right? Because there's like a different grind when you're trying to like, you're just all about sales. And like, that's like a grind, right? To me, it was a grind. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have been happy. I would have been like in that perpetual washing machine of just trying to get like stuff done and moving and, you know, getting bashed up against the side. And I'm like, so grateful that I, it, I failed. I am so grateful. I failed. How many times have you said that? Like, you know, honestly, though, most people won't say that until right. years later. Yes. But for me, I, I, I think because of the journey that I've led, I mean, even in my personal life, I'm just at that place now where I'm just like, bring it on because I know what's on the other side of this is just going to make me a superstar. It is. Isn't that crazy? Do we? I think we have to go through a lot to get to that point in our lives. But you know, that's mm-hmm. the great thing too. And that's something that you offer with the coaching too, is that you can be like, hey, I did all this stuff and let me help you learn from that and get through that. And your vulnerability is helping others grow. So it's so valuable to be able to offer that. I have listeners that reach out to me and they're like, you know, when you're vulnerable, when you're open about things that have, you have been through, you really change lives. I know it really resonates with them and connects to them. And I appreciate all you guys for listening um, and all your feedback because it's just a wonderful thing. And I think that's how we grow as well. Um, and now you're kind of shifting your focus. You're, you're continuing with the coaching, but you're adding this new element of podcasting, which we love. Um, and you're, it's called Choosing Her Hustle. And yeah. what are people going to, what can they expect to hear when they're listening? What's, what are they, what's this for? Choosing Her Hustle is a passion project of mine and it's focused on helping black women explore the barriers that we face going into full-time entrepreneurship. And some of your listeners might say, well, what barriers do black women face that I don't face? Well, the reality is we are conditioned differently. We were conditioned from birth to have to go into a corporate environment or a professional environment and work twice as hard for half as much to put our hair down and shut up and just put up. And when it comes to starting our business, those things become barriers for us. Black women have a hard time trusting. So they struggle with getting into communities and being seen, holding space for themselves. They have a issue with sacrifice, which becomes sabotaging for them. So those are the things that I want to address. Um, And I have guests from all over the world, women who have transitioned out of toxic work environments um, into full-time entrepreneurship, choosing their hustle over the nonsense that they've had to put up with. And they are sharing the good, the bad, the ugly of their journeys, but also the lessons learned along the way in hopes that my listeners will too choose their hustle. That's incredible. That what and inspiring stories because I know I've listened to your teaser and I am excited to hear like to, to listen to all these women. I, I think that when they open up and share their story, we all can grow and learn from that. Um, I know that that's what I like to. I, 
I want to understand. I want to understand a little bit, a, a slight, you know, as much as I can, uh, what it would be to walk in their shoes and what the struggles are that they have gone through things that I probably haven't had to deal with as much. Um, but I think the more we can connect and understand and open our hearts and our minds to try to understand that struggle, the more we can help other people around us as well and lift them up um, and move to the positive. What has been, what is the, what is something that you have learned that surprised you in the process of starting this, this new podcast? What something, tell me something that you've learned that surprised you. So I said it earlier that we are not solitary creatures, but we sometimes convince ourselves that we are we are the only person that has ever gone through something. I have now interviewed 25 women and every one of their stories I can relate to. And that is something I probably didn't expect. I I realized that we build community through sharing our stories, but the commonalities that I see in every single one of my guests blows my mind. Um, we are each other if we allow ourselves to share our journeys. Absolutely. I think that's something that I know I've changed and grown and learned a lot about is being able to, to meet people like you and to connect with all these people. I just, it's just such a privilege and a joy to share stories and connect and listen to what thing. And, and I'm growing now and I'm doing more international as well. So that provides another look because especially with all the crap that's going on in the world right now, right? Mm-hmm. This is all this insanity and you're a lot closer to it than I am. Um, <laughs> geographically speaking. Um, so it's kind of a scary world and making these connections, it makes the world feel a little bit smaller and Mm -hmm. it it gives us more of a community uh, around the world that we can share. Um, so I, I, I'm concerned and I'm worried about all the things that are going on, but I'm also grateful that I get to connect with people all over the place. Um, I hope that that all continues and we, you know, the repercussions of what's happening um, in Ukraine and everywhere else um, that we can, that we can somehow come back to, I don't know where we, 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 we were starting to get to a really good place. And then I don't know, it's been, it's kind of been a shit show, hasn't it? <laughs> the last couple of years. Then I have like, some people will say, oh, I can't wait for it to get back to normal. I'm just ready to wipe the board clean. Yes. Let's just wipe the board clean. I don't even want to go back. Let's just, let's create a new normal that everyone can vibe with. Because what has happened in the last two years still seems like a sci-fi show. It just... Every time you look at something else, and now we're like we're on the edge of war here. And listen, whoo, we got a tax message um, saying, you know, how the emergency systems are going to work moving forward if anything wow. can, if anything were to happen. And I think that's when you get a real dose of reality. Like, yeah this is real. This is so real. And 
even though there's not much I can do about what's happening in Ukraine, I can do something about creating community for someone else. And amongst the chaos, create these safe spaces for us listeners to come and, and feel safe and feel understood. I think that's vitally important. I really love that. Um, I, we haven't had that here. We haven't had any alert go out, at least not where I am. It, it definitely is a reality dose. It's definitely that I can't even imagine what the, the vibe would be like, what that would feel like, because it makes it very real. It makes it very scary. And I definitely want to keep a sense of community um, being connected with people around the world at this point, because they do have to have a safe place. They have to just, even if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes in a podcast where they can listen and feel like the world's not ending because I, I think it feels that way to a lot of people right now. So positivity, everything is figure outable, but sometimes you got to bring some people in. You got to know somebody, you got to bring that, bring that help. I do. I'm, I take this. Trust me. I love Marie Forleo and I, I have, I've watched her, listened to her. I've actually talked to her. Um, she knows I have everything is figure outable tattooed down. my. I do have it too. Like I, like her producer, like send us a picture. We want to see it and stuff. So I was like, I'm not kidding. I really do. Cause I do think it's real. I think it's possible. But sometimes mm-hmm. when you're figuring things out, it's asking for help. Like, okay, you can't do everything. Right. We, we try. Yes. And it is figure outable. Just not always by yourself. Say. Exactly. Not knocking it, but I'm just saying, don't don't think it's because you have to carry it all on your back. That's right. So you have Choosing Her Hustle, dot, choosing her hustle podcast or ChoosingHerHustle.com. Give me the right. I want to make sure I have the right uh, website for you. Choosing Her choosing Hustle. ChoosingHerHustlePodcast.com. Dot com. All right. And there's also mm-hmm. BlackRoseCoaching.com. Dot com. And I'm going to have all those links and everything put in the show notes so you can find it uh, and connect with Letitia. You've got some great things coming in. I am super excited to watch you grow in the podcasting field and hear about how you're connecting these women uh, and their stories. I think they need to be told. And I really appreciate you. So thank you for all the things that you're doing. Thank you very much. Thanks for being a guest today. And like I said, check the show notes out to see more. And March 13th is your big debut, which is right around the corner. So congrats. Yay. I, I released a trailer today, so uh, I'm not sure when this is airing, but go check it out. It's exciting. <laughs> it is. It's a great trailer, too. You did a really nice job. I really like it. Thank so, you. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you all for joining me today. I hope you've had as much fun as I did and learned a few things along the way. For more information, you can check the links in the description of this podcast. I'll be back next week with more joy, love, and laughter. Until then, I would be honored if you gave me a like and if you're so inclined to follow. Thanks again for listening. And remember, find some joy and laughter today. Ciao. You know that I loved you from the start, right from the start, right from the start.